The Chet Topic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopik, Jeff Pinkus. This is unscripted and in your face. Hey, listen, before the gags begin and Pinker and I start the riff, this is Kopik, and I want to remind you about something. You people who live out in the service... <laughs> Jesus Christ, five fucking words, I can't get through it. I better write it down in my hand. <laughs> Oh, that would have been great if you would have kept going and say, hey, you just write it down on your head. That would have been good. Three, two, one. Hey, Copic here. Before uh, the Panker and I begin with uh, the gags, uh, some funny and some that will uh, completely fall off the cliff, I want to remind everybody, hey, you people out in the suburbs, for the best in taxi service, there's only one way to go, and you know what that is. It's American Taxi, cleanliness, comfort, Courtesy, that's what American Taxi has always been about. O'Hare, Midway, don't think about a limousine, especially you business people who are trying to save money right now. Stick with American Taxi. And remember, if you've been overserved, American Taxi and founder John Coyne remind you, let them be, as you know, Pinker, your designated driver. Absolutely. No question. American Taxi, that's all we use. Why spend money on a limousine? Why spend 100 bucks when you can spend 50 or $60? Well, see, what's legit is this. You and I both use American but, you know, And you know what's legit about them? What I really like? You know how when you see them on the street, you see like in the back of there, you see a band of Naperville to O'Hare or right. for Barrington from O'Hare. You know that you're not going to get ripped off. It says on there, let's say Barrington from O'Hare, $49. It's not, oh, I'm sorry, it's a $65. No, it's $49. You give them a tip and have a nice day. So they're honest, they're reputable, and they're and the cabs are clean. And we're kidding around about English, but and they can speak and understand. And that's a huge deal today. They've always been about credit. They've always been about class, and they've always maintained the highest of standards. Do yourself the favor, ride in American Taxi. Welcome once again to uh, Unscripted and In Your Face, the only program that carries the official endorsement Mm -hmm. of Scott Lee Cohen and the Chicago Bears, who remind you, that winning is overrated. Hey, don't forget about the, uh, the ladies of the night, too. They're, they're big sponsors of the show. Scott Lee Cohn's pals, the ladies of the night. You know, first of all, I have, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Madigan is supposed to be so bright. Madigan, Madigan runs the Democratic Party along with Daly. As a bulb, yes. And in a roundabout way, as you know, Governor Thompson is all part of the combine. Mm-hmm. How does a pawn shop operator who's on steroids, mm-hmm. if you Google him up, for heaven's sakes, mm-hmm. you think he's John Dillinger, you know what? God bless Walter Jacobson, back on Channel 2, for say, calling out Madigan this week. Is he not great? It's funny, as you're going there, I'm thinking, this sounds like Walter last night. Walter Jacobson, my guy. He was such, oh, he's such so a cool. gem. Such a, do you know he was a bad boy for the Cubs in 1952 oh, and 3? Oh, come on. I've been in this town for 100 years. All right, I'm I knew that before you were born. Well, what do you want from me, Chad? knew that before I'm, Levy was but, born. But you know what? You're, By the way, let's... Uh, uh, report today that Levy is dressed in the best that Target has to offer. Yes, and you know what? I know you, you've been around for a long time, but you forget. So I'm trying to help you. Hey, you know what? Yeah, here we go. You you forget all the time. You're such a pain in the ass. I know. I know I am. But you forget, so I'm trying to help you. And once again, trying to do good, no good deed goes unpunished. You forgot. You. That's why the reason why I was clapping to start the show is because you remembered our title, Unscripted in Your Face. Usually you say, what is it here? It's undecided and in your face or unbelievable and in your face. It's on something. What are you talking about? But no, you're right. Walter Baker, what is the title of the show? Come on, tell me out. <laughs> hey, but, but you were right, Walter. What? And you know what? 
this is the trouble in the world. And you just speaking of Walter, you talk about a 180. But meanwhile, on the Channel 2 News last night, and we'll go back to Walter for a second, Dave Savini is interviewing six-year-old little kids that fell on the playground in school. And, oh, my God, the world is a bunch of wussies, Chet. We were talking yesterday, two inches of snow, and they cancel 500 flights well, in our air. Well, let me tell you what ruined Western civilization. Play days. Play dates is Play right. dates. And how- yeah, kids, kids are not just allowed to go out and play. Now, when you're growing up, and I'm growing up, we I don't know about you, but in, but in the summer, yes. I'd wake up and I'd have my, my bowl of uh, uh, Cheerios or whatever, mm-hmm. and then nobody had a play date. We just met around 8.30. We all had baseball gloves. Correct. A couple of bats. That's it. A couple of balls. Correct. And we played baseball. Went home and had my crummy bologna sandwich for lunch. Went back out and played basketball. But the thing is, we were allowed to be kids. And but today, because because of insurance and liability, and lawyers. you know, little, little mommy is afraid to have to have Julie over from next door because heaven forbid if she uh, uh, if she whacks her head on the uh, uh, on the a- coffee anywhere. table, they get sued. You're you're, you're going to get pounded. And and you know you know and of course it's, we sound like we're so old, but I was listening this morning to you know my friend John Holland WIND he was saying the same thing. It was like you know we're you know back in the day. But I remember my mom saying, "Be home for dinner." Yeah. You got on your bike. You put yeah. your you put your glove on the steering wheel of your bike. You had the bat on one hand. No bike helmets. You drove your bike with one hand. Yeah. Hey, you know I, yeah. I got a question for you. If bike helmets are so important. How come I don't know anybody from my generation who is brain damaged from having ridden a bike? I'd just like to meet one guy who's walking around looking like a, uh, looking like a, like a, like a, a retard. Yeah. Who, 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 who talks, who talks somewhere between Muhammad Ali and Boom Boom Mancini. And he says, my problem is I fell off my bicycle. <laughs> No, I fell off my bicycle three times a week. Everybody did. And that's, and, and that's the problem. We've really gotten so soft. You talk about play dates. How about another one of my favorite things? Johnny, you go to the timeout chair. Oh, what the F do you think they do in that timeout chair? They decide about how they're going to railroad the old man or go to your room. There's a computer. There's a TV. There's an iPod. There's an iPad. There's a telephone. I mean, it's really. You know something? Let's call it the way it is. Call the DCFS if you're listening. I don't give a crap. You know what? Every once in a while, you got to pound them on their ass, and that's the deal. Okay? I never. Well, I, I never I never pounded my kids. Not pound. You know I what I mean. I, mean you give my, I, I never spanked them. I'll tell you why. I did. I'm I'm very, very tall. Yes, sir. And people will say, I'm imposing. And if you look at my butt, uh, you can say to yourself, uh, yes, I have visited. Nice card game Canyon. last night, and I you know, won about 20 bucks. <laughs> but no, why? Uh, matter of fact, if you uh, actually, you know, if, when you put the community cards down, <laughs> there's there's plenty of room for the uh, for the turn and the river. And dessert. Hey, as I once said, as I once said, uh, a babe said to me at, at the East Bank Club about uh, about two years ago, mm. she was really mad about something I'd done on the air or something mm. I'd written. She went, you know what, Copic, go kiss your ass. I said, listen, I would try to kiss my ass, but it's a two-day project. <laughs> What's the deal? So wait, you didn't spank your kids because you're too tall. Explain it to well, our because audience. I, I just felt like psychologically that I was stronger by by using the, uh, mm-hmm. the Joe Frazier stare. And oh. and by and by 
and le- and by letting them know that they had disappointed me. Oh, okay. You're, so you're I, one of those parents. I wasn't, I, I, you disappointed I left, me. That's Dan Levy's father was, he, he was a teacher. You're not a well, teacher. And, and that's you disappointed why, and that's me. That's why Dan, you know, still walks around with, uh, with a lollipop and, uh. He makes with the hand. And he also, got cracked. And also deals Prozac under the table. No, I, I'm not listening. <laughs> once in a while, once in a while, they got a pay, the, the, not, not often, or. You know, my mother once spanked me with a frying pan. <laughs> No wonder the memory she, losses she, here. She broke, she broke the frying pan. You know what I've done, Picker? This is just great. My father, my father, before he went bankrupt. <laughs> what a family. We were, I mean, to coin your phrase, man, we were living large. Yeah, you were. Beautiful home out in Northfield. Yeah. The old man was a member of three country clubs. Okay. He used to get two new cars mm-hmm. every year. And he went out? Lived at Arlington Park. I mean, oh, he, nice. his friends were Carl Crock from Crocks and Brentanos oh. and Jack Brickhouse and Cup. And mm-hmm. I mean, Dad was really funky and really creative. But Dad, Dad always wanted our front lawn to look like mm-hmm. the Augusta National Golf Course. Okay. So... He had the lawn beautifully manicured one summer day. Okay. And as he left, he said, Chad, Chad, no more, no more football or baseball okay, on the lawn. You go okay. to the park. Okay. So what do I do? Play football and Mom's baseball. Gone. <laughs> we play, we bring out the baseballs, the bats, and by noon, the place looked like Gary, Indiana. And my mother, my mother had one good belt. Pre-Michael Jackson or post? (laughs) My mother had one good belt of Canadian club, took out the frying pan, said, lower your pants, spanked me, and and busted the frying pan. We've gone from Walter Jacobson to Scott Lee Cohen to a Well, and there's a a point about Scott Lee Cohen that we're overlooking. I mean, first of all. Let my people uh, go. Mike Mike Madigan, Mike Madigan, you, you disgust me. You just disgust You're me. just saying that... Your the... arrogance disgusts me. Oh, he is arrogant. Um, and not too bright. Quinn, Quinn, you disgust me, you buffoon. How could you not know about what was going down with this guy who was going to, who was going to be on the ticket with you? And who, I mean, by this the... all became a revelation. And who, by the way, seriously, he, he didn't get busted for it. He disclosed it. He said, oh, I want to be exactly. full disclosure. So they still didn't know after, until he told them. What kind of a schmuck spends two million dollars? A pawn shop operator. Did <laughs> they put some money? How many? Uh, how many of these cheap electric guitars do we have to move before I have two million bucks? And you know what the thing about? I know, I know the news is serious, but wouldn't it be great if someone gave him a shot or he had some fun with them? It's like they're the, 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 hey. You know what? You know what I think? You know what? Uh, Scott Lee Cohen may have some issues. Scatly Cohen has some issues. Hold on, hold on. Uh, failure to pay child support, living with a hooker. Um, What's wrong with living with a hooker? That's the only way Jewish people can get it nowadays. <laughs> I can say it. You can't. Well, I mean, but come on. Let me tell you what the real, I, let me I tell you what the real attraction was. What, that, that she, yeah, that she, she had the, nipple rings? No, what? she was the only hooker who lived nearby a Cantonese restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, so uh, and, and you know the ironic thing? The ironic thing is I'm friends with him on on Facebook, and he supposedly has a nice fiance that she's so great, and he rescued me. He's so wonderful. He, he is rescued a real, me. He's a yeah. He's a real devil. This guy. He's a, he's a real devil. I, I admire him. I, th- I think it's great. I think he had such chutzpah to do something so stupid. But then, I don't mean admire him. I'm kidding. But he's been. You know what I would do right now if I was uh, a station here in Chicago. A radio station or TV yeah, station? Yeah, if there was some guy going on vacation, I'd put him on the air for a week. Like Blago. 
Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Is Blago still doing his show over there where, where you work in no, the beginning No, I, I, no. On the uh, weekend? No, I'm Bla- Bla- Blago right now needs something to happen to get back, you know, full force into the public eye. But uh, he's not over at the Big 89. So maybe they'll put uh, maybe they'll put Scott Lee Cohn on for a week. You know what? I just thought of it. I should get him on my show on the Mean Show. Absolutely. I'm putting right, Nate right in this. Why, now. you know. He'll come why, on. Why haven't you? Why haven't you? I don't know. I just thought of it just now. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little slow. It's that aspartame from the Diet Coke. You know, you know what I really would like to find out from from Scott Lee Cohn is how is how pawn shops actually make the whole thing work, because there's a lot that the public doesn't know about pawn shops. Mm-hmm. I had a, there's a whole science to it. Mm-hmm. There is huge. I had a pawn shop. I, I know how it works, but I'm not going to waste the podcast. I'll tell you at lunch today. Are you buying today? It's your turn, by the way. No, you're not buying. Weintraub is buying. Oh, Weintraub is, is buying. Okay, okay. But anyway, they make it a variety of ways, not just, you know, not a lot. It's all juice, pal. Exactly. It's all juice. And exactly. in this state of Illinois, there's no usury rate. And that, what, that, what that is, folks that don't know, it, don't know what it is, it's a cap rate. Like a lot of states have a cap rate of 18%. How do you think Nelson Brothers back in its day, they're going, used to charge? It used to be they pay two ninety nine for a bedroom, so they pay $50 for the rest of their life a month. Okay? It was, I'm serious. It was, it was a, it was a usury rate. I mean, they would charge like 154% and there was no law. There was no cap. Like those payday loan type things. Now, because of all the aggravation, they're trying to shut them down, but there's no usury rate. Maybe there is now, but let's say recently there was no usury rate, which is a fine, is a, is a rate. You know, they're charging them 40, 50, 60 points, and that's what the pawn shop does. They prey on the weak. Well, what they are is uh, this. They, they're, they're actually legalized loan shops. They are. You go, you go in there, and let's just say with your, for sake of argument, your stereo. And they give you, say, a hundred bucks for the weekend. hundred bucks. They, they charge you the, the, call it the VIG, the interest, the juice. And then you, <laughs> you come back, you pay that plus the VIG. And they give you back your stereo. You use it for a week on Fridays. Like, exactly. That's how they do it. I mean, exactly. uh, and, and very, and there are some people that do buy stuff out of the pawn shops, but it's all. I, I have uh, actually, I have actually made purchases in pawn shops. Yeah, you can do that too. I mean, sometimes you'll, you know, you'll walk, there's so damn many of them downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've walked by Next pawn shops, Scott and, and I have seen, for example, like uh, like little tiny rings or bracelets, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, what the hell? That's probably what happened. I mean, you know what? If if, if you can if you can walk into a pawn shop, yeah. and you can buy a quality piece of jewelry, then again, it's you know, it's I'm, I'm listening to it's this. Probably, I think it's probably it's f- probably if it's 14 karat gold. You want to buy a watch? If it's 14 karat gold. <laughs> I'm Osama bin no, here's what ended up happening. I think those a lot of those point shops are near a lot of those clubs that he probably found the chick from, and she probably came in and wanted to pawn something, and he picked her up. And she probably, maybe she pawned the knife, in which he turned and used on her when he was having a bad day. Well, listen, you know what was cool for me yesterday? Um, what, the Blackhawks, he, he actually... the Blackhawks are just so much fun right now to talk about. Yes, they are. So they, they called me yesterday, and they said, listen, you know, we, we have this... Uh, Show coming up on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We want you to be a part Channel of it. Channel 9630, folks. We want you to come in and just freeform. Did just, you do it? Just freeform about Bobby Hall and about Tony Esposito. Mm-hmm. And and I did it. And I'm thinking to myself, wasn't Bobby Hall in his own way? He was a rock star before rock star became part of the phraseology of pop culture. Hey, it was in the 60s. He was the man. And Tony Esposito, when you hear about him, he's the first one to admit. You talk about intense. He threw up all during the day before he, the, the night, the day before he played. He was impossible to live with. One of the most intense goalies ever. Just But great. yet, you know, remarkably pragmatic. He's the only Blackhawk I've talked to of that 71 club that lost 
in the seventh game in a steaming, brutally hot Chicago Stadium to Montreal. You lose the chance to win a Stanley Cup. When you're up 2 nothing in Game 7, Tony will tell you, hey, after the game, I just got my car and went home. Yeah, I mean, everybody else... Everybody else was crying from all pores. I remember, I remember Keith Magnuson seeing Keith Magnuson that night, and he looked, he looked like a family member had been shot. Well, he was just devastated. Tony's got. I didn't know that. That's interesting stuff. Blackhawks. So hopefully they'll go far. And you know, you never know. Last year, I think San Jose got knocked off in the first well, round. I mean, so keep, just, keep in mind, keep in mind. I mean, we'd go nowhere with this show if we didn't have notes written on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did Sarah's notes say? Uh, I can see Russia. <laughs> I can uh, see France. I can uh, tell Chet's not wearing any underpants. Uh, available, nice. available for GoDaddy.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, should you desire to rent my booty, uh, uh, we'll negotiate. Now, can you imagine that broad as president of this country? No, I really can't. And that voice of hers. And I'm, oh, I'm somewhat God conservative. Almighty, you know what? Oh, she sounds like a female the, Mrs. On, Rogers. On, 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 on the campaign trail... You you hear that voice and then you hear that voice during debates. It would get to a point where I, I swear you you'd be you'd be happier to see her deported to the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And I just I mean, heard her um, just heard driving in today that her that Levi Johnson he's going to be <laughs> Levi Johnson. Isn't I get perfect. I get him perfect. I mean I mean the the, the father of her daughter's illegitimate Child. kid oh, can't be her, he, can't be called. Robert Jones, no, or, Levi or Johnson, Levi Johnson. He's now he got hired on. Talk about a great part for him on Desperate Housewives as the boy toy, as the new boy toy. Hey, good for him! Absolutely good for him. Let him make a work for himself. What he's opposed to being on a Zamboni, making nine dollars an hour. That's about all he's qualified <laughs> to do. Up in Oh yeah, yeah, you betcha, Alaska. Most people just can't talk. I have to tell you, they really. You know what? Hey, most people can't talk in Chicago. Let me. Hey. What's wrong? I, I we have a major issue we got to talk about, hmm. and this involves. I've never heard you get serious. A day everybody, in your life. okay, everybody. What's that? Yesterday, I call my mobile phone carrier. Oh. I want to upgrade. I go through the prompts, and remarkably, in under a minute, mm-hmm. I'm with a customer representative. She couldn't be any better. She's wonderful, explaining everything to a dumbed down guy like me. So, we seal the deal. She oh, said, you bought a new phone. Well, no, no. Here's here's where you know eventually you know it went south. The, the Willis Tower was toppled. They sent me over to, to give my my credit card information. But Helen, Mr. Guy, Mr. Who I swear, if he knew five words Mr. of English, Mr. Kapik. No, it was it was it was. What was I, it, I, Mrs. Kapik? I, I, I think the first thing he said was something like "Hola." <laughs> but, no, no, I, I love Mexican people. I go, hey, like, I go to Puerto Vallarta every year. I guess so. What? I, listen, I'm keeping, I'm keeping Puerto Vallarta from drifting into the freaking Mexican Caribbean. <laughs> All right. So what happened? The guy couldn't speak English. In the the fe- guy couldn't speak English. Yeah. We're going back and forth. I'm saying, sir, mm-hmm. will you slow down, please? And he's going like, what do you security number? What? I'm not kidding you. I mean, I'm not kidding you. So, I said, may I speak with someone else? May I speak with your supervisor? I'm trying to be polite. You? You know what he finally says to me? No, go. Uh, go the, the last words he says to me after about 15 minutes, and I'm, I mean, smoke is coming out of my ears. I'm so mad. Hmm. You will have to go to a local mentor. Oh, God. So what happened? No deal. No deal. So I, I, here I am. I'm a, How about here no, I am. no mas? I'm, no mas. I'm, I'm a consumer. 
Yeah. I want to spend money with my carrier. Right. I call my carrier in good faith. I pay all my bills on time. All I want to do is upgrade. Everything's going fine. But the person who has to close the deal with the consumer mm-hmm. can't close it. That's why this country is bleeped up. Bleeped up. Okay. God, I never heard you get so, so excited in, in your life. I don't blame you. It's well, a ter- I, first of all, I hate, I, I hate going through. You hate Mexicans. I know. I do not hate Mexicans for gosh sakes. How about, how about, how, how about me? I mean, my, my persuasion. I, I just hate you on principle. <laughs> I hated you the moment I met you. My first reaction when I saw you was, you know what? I'll, I'll take Cook County Jail and whatever's behind the door. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there's Chet, folks. He's he's a hater. I got it out of him. Finally, it's taken me about three months, but right, the real Chet Kopic has we been. Go. Before yeah. we go, we have to visit with our good friend, uh, noted uh, psychiatrist uh, and uh, bookmaker, Dr. Pinker. Uh, robbing directly from uh, Dear Abby in the Chicago Whoa. Sun-Times, who, again, looks uh, so engaging that if you saw her at 2 o'clock in the morning, your first reaction would be, uh, there's a lot to be said for turning gay. Uh, Dear Pinker, <laughs> Katie and I are in a loving relationship. Who? Uh, Katie and I? K- Katie. Uh, all right, yeah. I'll make sure. Just lock the word in. Katie and I, Katie and I are in a loving relationship and have an ongoing argument in our house. Katie always sets the alarm clock for an hour before it's time to get up, then hits the snooze button five times before actually dragging herself out of bed, which is usually even later. Because I am a light sleeper, I'm forced to listen to the alarm clock and end up waking up earlier than I'd like. Can you please offer a solution? Absolutely. The first thing I do is I bust the alarm clock. No, no. First thing I do is turn This broad is so anal. Anybody who puts a snooze button you on just, five you times. You just took a word out of my mouth. There you go. Anal. And I'll leave it at that. That's all. A little action in the morning. You're going to wake her up, turn her over, and give her a... Throw her a Maybe throw spank her. No, that, that, that's part of the deal. <laughs> throw her a stupper. That's it. And that's all. And, and that's it. I mean, you're up and out or early. Hey, let me ask you not to... And, and you don't have to answer this if you don't like... I always was a nighttime sex guy, okay? I, okay, I'm keeping this clean, believe me. Maybe Le- Levy will, will, will throw in here. I mean, I'm, I'm a nighttime sex guy, and, and I remember my going off. For, I'm telling you, you haven't gotten no, any in 14 no, years. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. So, so I, I, you talk about the morning, and I was like, I, it was just psychological. I'm in the morning, eh, you know, because maybe that's part of the youth. I don't know. So I was out with some friends, and they were like, at the time, you're your age, uh, doctor, old man, 60, 61. This is maybe 15 years ago when hey, I was about. shove it. Yeah. <laughs> and they said to me, you, you'll see what's going to happen. Your whole, it's, it's going to change. Did that end up happening to you? It's like, do you, now I go home at night or something after maybe a couple of drinks. I'm not a big drinker, and I know you don't drink. But, uh, and then I, some, and many times I fall asleep now, and then, of course, in, in the morning. So, you know, I, that's what made me think of it. So did it, did that change for you? Are you, were you a morning guy or nighttime guy? Levy, are you a morning guy or a nighttime guy? Morning. You're a morning guy, and you're morning. young. You're 28. Are you a morning guy or night? You sure give it a clean. Are you a morning guy or a nighttime guy? Truthfully? No, seriously. No, don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, no, I'm all, all, all the time, because morning. there's no way. Morning. You're a morning I, guy, I too. Wake up, I wake up absolutely ready to Loaded, storm the ready to go. i got to tell you, if I'm your wife <laughs> with the kind of girth you're carrying right now, if I see you in the morning, if I see you in the morning, and, and little Pinker is ready to go, you know, if I'm her, I'm going to yell, Ponzi. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're making fun of us. you got to let everybody know we have little wieners. Little Pinker. Little Pinker. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, Keith, this is Mick. I think I've got to follow up to Gimme Shelter. Little Pinker. <laughs> All right, give me the Pinker. All right, All right uh, so you're a morning that is a wrap, hey, uh, gang. Again, well, another, I hope you've enjoyed uh, it. Another one in the can. Here on uh, Undisputed and In Your Face. <laughs>
Make that unscripted and in your face for uh, good old uh, Jeff Pankus, the pride and joy of WIND Radio. This is the uh, Chicago Sports Talk pioneer, Chet Kopik, saying we'll talk at you in uh, four days. Meanwhile, peace, love, and rock and roll.